Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Anna Dedder from the Opinion and Analysis Desk. YouTube video bloggers, known as YouTubers or vloggers, broadcast their lives on the Google-owned platform in the hope of attracting followers, fame and money, say Hannah Kushler and Emma Jacobs. There's the lure of a multi-billion dollar business, but they're overwhelmingly young and, for most, the chance of earning huge sums from advertising, premium subscriptions and product placement is slim. And even for the stars of this booming industry... Great popularity can bring huge stresses and pressures. This report is narrated by Hannah. When Marcus Butler told his parents of his plan to devote himself to his YouTube channel, he was earning just tens of pounds. That was eight years ago, when the excited 18-year-old had just returned from VidCon, the annual online video extravaganza in Los Angeles, where he met vloggers who had bought houses with their earnings. Mr Butler says... There was something material that showed there was potential in it. Having travelled to LA as a weird kid who liked YouTube, he came back a wannabe entrepreneur. He says, I never had that vision when I started that it would be a business. Mr Butler became part of the British invasion of YouTube, one of a group of friends including Alfie Deas, Zoella and Casper Lee, who have boosted each other's profiles. His biggest hit was rapping on helium with the US vlogger Tyler Oakley, which received more than 8 million views. Now, Mr Butler has bought rental properties in his hometown of Brighton, set up a subscription healthy snacks box and a music management company. He started generating income from his share of YouTube ads that ran next to his videos. Like other successful vloggers, he also promotes brands, products and services. Other revenue streams include tours, book deals and merchandise. In short, he has become a role model for a new generation of YouTube wannabes. Those budding YouTube vloggers face an uphill struggle as they try to break through. They now have to compete on a crowded platform where it could take eight years to watch the content uploaded in 24 hours including that produced by stars from film, music and other areas of entertainment. YouTube itself is wary of competition in video content from Facebook on one side and in streaming music from Spotify on the other. Before the careers of their peers have even started, younger vloggers have the strain of running a complex business in full view of their followers. Nevertheless, the opportunity is huge. Anyone with a smartphone can try to reach YouTube's audience of 1.9 billion signed-up users. The size of the YouTube creator economy is hard to estimate. Alphabet, Google's parent company, does not even break out YouTube's revenue. But the number of channels making more than $100,000 a year has increased by 40% year-on-year, according to the company. For YouTube and its parent Google, which bought the channel for $1.7 billion in 2006, this world of content is a way of keeping users on the website rather than on its rivals. 
Rich Greenfield, an analyst at BTIG, estimates YouTube revenues to be in the high teens of billions of dollars. Of the 1.7 billion views YouTube received in the first quarter, 84% were for the self-created content of so-called influencers. While the category includes the channels of major artists, the best-known vloggers rival them in reach. Logan Paul, who created a storm of controversy this year by showing an apparent suicide victim in one of his videos, has 18 million subscribers for his channel, more than Adele, 17.8 million, or Beyonce, 17.1 million. Greg Goodfried at the United Talent Agency says, The vlogging landscape has grown tremendously over the past 10 years. You can make an exceptional living having a large audience on YouTube. Creators can quickly reach audiences in other countries. 48% of European vloggers export outside their home country, with three quarters of UK creators' audiences outside the UK, according to research firm Tubular Labs. Kelly Merriman, Vice President of Content Partnerships at YouTube, says, The growth and scale have created a really wonderful opportunity for creators being able to reach a global audience and build a real business. Vloggers have been a key part of the YouTube model since its early days. In May 2007, just over two years after the platform was launched, it brought in the program where creators receive 55% of the revenue their videos generate, which it has since expanded to 97 countries. Now, advertising is not the only option, or even the majority of income for vloggers. As larger creators started making the most of their money from partnerships with brands, YouTube brought FameBit, a marketplace to connect creators with marketers, in 2016. At this year's VidCon, YouTube announced that vloggers can now sell memberships to their channels that give fans exclusive content and create their own merchandise through the platform. Miss Merriman says, When creators start on YouTube, they are telling their story. Over time, they create a brand, a community, a fanship. It reminds me of what Oprah Winfrey did with syndication at 4pm in the afternoon when I was growing up. She reached out to us in our households and told us about life. Oprah's book club, recommendations of movies to see, household goods to buy, because we trusted her. Some of the top brands partnering with YouTubers include Epic Games, maker of the hugely popular online game Fortnite, Old Spice, the consumer label, and K Jewelers, according to Tubular Labs. Many creators secure external representation with an agency or manager. Scott Fisher, a founder of Select, a management company for digital creators, has done deals for his clients with brands including Starbucks and Revlon. Making seven figures is now commonplace on YouTube, he says. Creators with large followings often have even more employees, from video production help to lawyers, accountants and sometimes stylists, than traditional celebrities. Mr Fisher says... The world is now much more favourable to an independent creator than to be on a show for five years. Only a select few, however, can become the next mini-Oprah, even on the internet. Unjaded Jade, an 18-year-old from Berkshire in the UK, has more than 200,000 followers of her channel, with more than a million views for her 5am school morning routine video. According to her, advertising revenue is a lot lower than people assume. She says, I couldn't live on it, it's pocket money. Although she makes more through brand deals on the video platform and through her Instagram account. The hardest part is getting noticed. 
Matthias Bartel, a professor at Offenberg University of Applied Sciences in Germany, found that the top 3% of YouTube channels received 90% of a site's views in 2016, up from about two-thirds in 2006, shortly after YouTube started. If your children want to become YouTube stars, you should do them a favour and crush their ambition now, he says. Jonathan Sakone Jolly, who started his channel in 2010 when he was already at the ripe old age of 30, is aghast at the idea of school leavers aspiring to be professional YouTubers. He says, It is a massively saturated audience. People are trying to do more extreme things to get recognised. It's like playing the lottery, being an actor or a musician. Miles Dyer, who has 48,000 subscribers to the channel he uses to promote social change, says people were doing provocative things to get clicks, but insists it is important to not be a slave to the algorithm. He says, People are now doing more subscriber and sponsored content. I've never made enough money out of YouTube to pay the bills. Mr Dyer is now using Patreon, an online subscription service, to receive donations from fans. Alison Stern, co-founder of Tubular Labs, says that the YouTube ecosystem has changed pretty dramatically in the past five years. She says that to cut through the noise, vloggers have to be doing something really unique and niche, starting trends such as slime, pancake art or lip art, or building an audience on another platform and then transferring it over to YouTube. One example is Nash Greer, who became a star on the now defunct Vine, a six-second video platform owned by Twitter. His YouTube channel was the fastest growing ever, Miss Stern says. Before the explosion of user-generated content, people used to build a business, then turn to social media as part of a marketing strategy. Now, some YouTubers are creating an online brand and then starting a business. Cassie Ho, based in Los Angeles, put up her first YouTube video of her doing Pilates in 2009. She was in her first job after graduation and not thinking about a business. But when she quit to teach Pilates full-time, she spent more time on her channel and eventually launched a merchandise range selling blogilates, fitness wear and accessories. She now has revenue in the multi-millions of dollars, 80% of which is from merchandise. Of the rest, about 70% comes from sponsorship and 30% from advertising revenue. She employs 12 people, has a production studio and a warehouse. Miss Ho says... I always knew creators should get into selling merchandise. I think that's definitely where it's going. That's where people are going to create a lasting brand for themselves, not based solely on face and celebrity. The most popular YouTubers can now enjoy money and fame like conventional celebrities, but also the stress that comes with having such a high profile. Ruben El Rubius Gunderson, a Spanish vlogger famous for filming himself playing video games, told his 30 million subscribers in May that he was going to take a break because of anxiety. He says, I had to go to the doctor because the last few days I felt that I couldn't breathe and I slept worse. Stress has become such a problem that YouTube has uploaded a video on the problems of burnout to its online creator academy where it sits next to classes on navigating copyright and what to charge for brand deals. Mr Fisher says the biggest risk of YouTube is to the creator's mental health. He says, 
Everything rides on the talent's shoulders. The pressure to keep up the daily content, Instagram and Snapchat gets into someone's head, especially when you go from making minimum wage to the next year sometimes having a seven-figure tax return. Online commenters can be hateful. Unjaded Jade said it was demoralising when people would insult her, saying she sounded like a man. Then she had to cope with fake Twitter accounts putting out racist quotes and her personal details and school information were leaked online. Vloggers have also been caught up in the dispute last year that saw brands such as McDonald's, Volkswagen and L'Oreal pull ads from YouTube after investigations showed their marketing appearing next to extremists or inappropriate content. New rules to try to protect advertisers from appearing next to inappropriate content have inadvertently hit some channels' ability to monetize. Creators used to be able to start monetizing their channel when it hit 10,000 views. But since January, vloggers have had to build a base of 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time in the past 12 months before they receive advertising dollars. Miss Merriman says 99% of the channels affected were making less than $1,000 a year. Just over a year ago, Mr Butler started to feel jaded by YouTube. He says, I lost my passion for what I was doing. But when he invited comedian Jack Whitehall onto his podcast in October, he realised the potential for using the platform to test material for comedy shows he is developing for broadcasters. The thought of abandoning it completely doesn't feel right, he says. If I was to start now, it's harder. More people want to do it than ever. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this Big Read podcast, you can subscribe on all the usual channels. And do take a look at our latest subscription offer, which you can find at ft.com slash offer 50. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.